Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for uh, Thursday, May 25th, show number 282. Woo. Yeah. Scott Hammer and Ron Miller coming at you live from the. Uh, Coming at you live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio, located high atop my house. Yeah. I guess. Go with that. Uh, Tonight on the show, five-time Eldora champion Jerry Bowersock will be joining us. Uh, I see he's waiting in the uh, green room. We'll get to him momentarily. Uh, also, we're going to be giving away five pairs of uh, general mission tickets for tomorrow night's show at Toledo Speedway, the Iowa Wheelman Series. Plus, five general admission, five plus pairs. Five pairs, plus two sweet passes. Yeah. Two pairs, I'm sorry, two, two pairs of sweet passes. So if you want to get in on that, uh, let's uh, put this up here. All you have to do is we're going to do a drawing for this toward the end of the show. So you want to stick around for this. It's going to be uh, one of those uh, hashtag deals. If you're watching us on Twitter, though, it doesn't work on Twitter. Uh, I just learned that reading the uh, the rules here. So start collecting comments. There you go. RMRC, Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, bringing those uh, tickets to us to give away tonight for tomorrow night. So Ohio Wheelman Series is making right. their uh, debut. And, at and that's going Speedway. to be a great race. I believe it the Vores uh, Compact Series yep, there. And I, factory I, stocks, yeah, big, big factory stock race too. So, you know, it, it's going to be a good, uh, it's going to be a great race. Uh, spoiler alert. The weather is going to be fine <laughs> for a change. Thank goodness. And, uh, yeah. So it, there you it, go. It'll, it'll be an inexpensive night out courtesy of Ron Miller race cars and all-star performance. So, uh, anytime during the show tonight, just uh, type in that hashtag hashtag, RMRC in the comments. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, that'll work. Yeah, so. as, a, as in Ron Miller race cars. There you go. Pretty amazing the way that works. And then we're going to draw seven winners uh, later on mm-hmm. in the show from uh, everybody that enters those uh, that uh, hashtag. And uh, you'll be going to uh, the show tomorrow night. Uh, I also got to mention that we hit number 152, 152 on the Apple uh, podcast in the U.S. this time. Ooh. We've been bouncing around the U.S. and uh, um, India. No, Australia. Australia? Not India. How are we doing in India? I, we didn't show up this time. But really? I did double check, though. Our <laughs> we, For the last 30 days, the Australian audience has been bigger than the Indian audience. Oh, good. By a lot. So I, feel, I, feel, so I think they're, they're beating the real people in Australia are beating the bots in India. So I, thank I, you for that. I, I feel a whole lot better about that. i uh, got to mention uh, sponsors. Uh, speaking of which, let's pop this back up on there. Um, Sponsor uh, back with us uh, again this year, Dominator Race Products. They're back. Check out the uh, classic-looking Killer Z nose. It's uh, that classic Camaro nose right. from, like, the 70s. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I knew they were working on it. haven't seen it. No. DominatorRaceProducts.com. You need to go there and check it out. I know. I know. Uh, pretty sweet I've been looking. busy fixing people's oopsies. And people can, yeah, I don't know anything about that, but uh, people can order that from uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, <laughs> other reputable dealers, or you can go direct to DominatorRaceProducts.com uh, or call 419-923-6970 during business hours. We've got a good deal with the uh, shipping department at Dominator Race Products, so 
You if you want to save on the yeah, shipping, just if you want to save on the shipping, pick them up at Ron Miller Race Cars. All right, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs, from action shots to victory lane. They uh, have some new products: um, custom magnets, can koozies, and tumblers. Uh, they're doing the kids' nights again, giving away fifty free four by six photos at Oakshade Raceway for the first uh, fifty kids that get in. And that's and every that's night, right? Every, they got them sponsored throughout the year. So, and they cool. doubled up this past uh, weekend because of all the uh, cancellations. So, oh, okay. hundred kids actually got them Ooh. this past weekend. Uh, but uh, if you want to get some custom shots or anything, any pictures they have, they can put on uh, tumblers, can koozies, magnets. Um, just uh, give Charlie a call, 419-476-9978, or uh, if you see him at the track, uh, talk to him. Freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time in Oakshade Raceway. Uh, we're the fastest meet to race. Back in action this Saturday night. I uh, talked to Pam on Monday. They, uh, they're they working on the track. Oh, I that's know, a good you, thing. So uh, they on, on Monday they were working on the track, uh, trying to... Uh, Smooth things out just a bit with that uh, new clay, but uh, Scott, a lot of I, tracks around the area have issues with, with track surfaces. So. But uh, full show this Saturday at Oakshade Raceway. Gates open at four, racing at seven. You got late models, you got sportsmen, you got the Dominator Superstocks and the Compacts. Uh, OakshadeRaceway.com for more information. Also, shout outs to Big D's Pizza, DCR Graphics, Rambler Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. How about uh, we bring up uh, Mr. Bowersack here? Yeah. Let's uh, do this. I'm going to take this camera off. We'll bring uh, Jerry. Mr. Bowersock, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Hey, good, Jerry. W- welcome to Hammerdown. I can, uh, I can barely hear you guys for whatever reason. Can you turn up the volume? Are you, you got, you're using your phone. It, it's up. Okay. Got earbuds? Oh. Uh, yeah, I do. We can hear you just fine, Jerry. Yeah, you sound good on our end. <laughs> do you? <Yep. laughs> well, let me try that, and we'll see if that works. Okay, I got the earbuds. Oh. All right, can you hear us? Any better? Uh, Check one, two, three. Or not at all? I'm not here. Yeah, there we go. You got us? Oh. All right. Yeah, that's way better. Okay. Technical issues uh, taken care of. Jerry, yep. uh, congratulations on your, uh, uh, what was it, uh, your 19th career win at uh, uh, Lima Land the other night? Oh, shoot. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you got lots of uh, track championship. I mean, you just got uh, a win uh, Friday night at Lima Land. And, uh, I mean, you're, you've been racing what, since the mid eighties, uh, 1985. So that, that'd be the mid eighties. That's about (laughs) as mid as you can get. So how, how how did you get into, uh, how did you get into racing? Uh, well, I've been, you know, going to the races since I was a little boy. Uh, you know, before I can remember, uh, my dad helped some local, uh, guys here in town. I had stock cars and, uh, and then uh, my grandma was a uh, Dixon uh, from the Larry Dixon and Tommy Dixon. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we used to go watch uh, Larry on the USAC Sprint Car Trail, especially when he was, you know, here at uh, New Bremen, which was only 20 minutes from where we live. And uh, and then we'd meet up with him at Eldora, you know, when I was just a little boy. And, and uh, 
they would uh, typically practice at New Bremen uh, in the middle of the week before a, you know, weekend sprint car USAC show at New Bremen. So, you know, we'd get to go over and uh, hang out and sat in a car when I was a young boy. So, you know, that was uh, pretty cool. So I guess you could say that, uh, you know, fed the fuel for me to race eventually. Jerry, I haven't been down that way in a long time. Is there anything at all left of New Bremen? Uh, I was over by there not long ago. They they have tore the grandstand down now. That uh, was still there for quite a while. And uh, I believe like the wall is still there. And they they Crown has put a building in the infield uh, of what would have been the pit area. And uh, I think they, they pretty much, you know, they used to get a lot of people stopping, looking around. And I think they kind of keep people out of there. Well, of course, now there ain't much to see anymore. So, but, uh, oh, yeah, I was kind of disappointed to see it, uh, you know, get tore down. Uh, Crown was always big into a lot of historical projects. Sure. So I had uh, thought maybe at some point in time they would uh, – maybe fix it up a little bit, have some, uh, like vintage car races or something. Sure. But, uh, you know, obviously that's out the window now. So they did that, uh, for a track just up in Michigan, Manchester. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that'd be been a pretty cool thing to have done. So what, uh, what track did you actually uh, race on? Have your very first race in, uh, Fenway Millstream, uh, 85, uh, we got started probably like about this time of the year. We weren't quite ready right at the beginning of the year. So we did a Millstream first race, uh, Lima Land second night out, and then Eldor third night out. So, you know, we, uh, we seen, uh, that wasn't all in one weekend, the, was it? <laughs> no, no, okay. it was over probably the first two, three weeks. So, you know, it was big, medium, small, you know, right off the get go. So was, yeah, it, it was pretty interesting. Was Earl Baltus running Millstream at that point? Uh, yes, he was. Yep. Earl was in control of Millstream then. And, uh, I think Lima and Dean Miracle might've been doing Lima back then. And then, you know, of course Earl was doing his thing at Eldor. So. Sure. Uh, when I first got started, uh, Earl was doing a Mansfield on Friday nights, and then we'd uh, r- typically run Eldor on uh, Saturday, and then uh, Millstream Sunday night, and then uh, Lima Land had some races, you know, scheduled in and out. They weren't really much of a steady track back then, so uh, yeah, we uh, got to hit it three nights a week right right from the get go. Did uh, did you ever make it to Brian Speedway back in the day? Yep. Uh, I ran, hmm, I want to say maybe around five races. Uh, I ran some modified stuff there and uh, some late model. Uh, run second to Tony Marks one night. Uh, led most of the race, actually, and he got by me right at the very end. Um, and that might have been around the time when I think it, you know, might have shut down for good shortly after that, I believe. That's because you didn't win. Had you won, they probably would have <laughs> yeah. kept it open. 
Yeah, there wasn't very. I remember there wasn't very many cars there that night, and I, you know, the guy didn't make any money, and you know, I think he paid a thousand to win, and I think I might have got like two hundred bucks for second. So <laughs> it was a pretty expensive pass. <laughs> so when did you uh, when did you start uh, running the modifieds and the late models? Uh, late models in '89, and then uh, the modifieds when they first came along, probably. I want to say around 91, uh, whatever the first year of modifieds in this area was, uh, we got started. Uh, we actually, the guy I drove for Charlie Dunbar, he was a, uh, lightning chassis dealer when he saw, you know, the, this modified deal was gonna get up and running and take off. He, uh, got with Don Adams at lightning and, uh, we set up kind of a northern house car deal, you might say. And uh, we sold probably, oh my gosh, first two years, maybe 12, 15 cars to uh, local drivers, you know, to try to get this modified deal up and going. So it was, uh, you know, we might have started out the first night at Lima with, uh, I want to say, about eight cars. And then, you know, by the end of the year, you know, we, we, we had it up to about a full feature. And then the next year, you know, we were probably getting to where we were almost starting to run B main. So it was kind of cool to, you know, help get that whole modified deal, you know, up and, and going in this area. Did you have any idea that it was going to get as big as it is today? No, no. <laughs> um, we, we really liked the, uh, at the time, the the cost of the cars were real reasonable, and you know you race for a little bit more money than the stock cars. So, uh, you know, it was a really really good deal for a long time. And now, you know, they've let it. In my opinion, they've let it get way way out of hand uh, cost wise. You know, it's practically uh, same as a late model now. You might as well say, other than the motors, a little cheaper, but uh, there ain't much cost difference between a new uh modified versus a late model nowadays do you have a preference uh between the two uh, that you enjoy racing more <clears throat> no not really i like them both uh obviously it's probably a little easier for me to be successful with the modified versus a late model just because of the amount of money that the people are spending on the late model deal nowadays but uh but no i, I like i like racing them both um you know, they're both a lot of fun, and late model competitions just, you know, probably way more tougher from top to bottom versus the the modified racing. But uh, depending on what shows you go to, that is. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like them both. Now, you even have uh, a little bit of experience in a sprint car, do you not? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably over, a, I want to say, two, three-year period, I might have ran... 15 races, maybe 20. I, I don't, I never really kept good track of that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, ran third the very first time, uh, we ran it at, at a uh, mill stream. So was pretty happy with that. And then, uh, my, uh, late model deal with Mike Lawrence on the Sunoco series was going really well at that time. And uh, so I didn't have a lot of time to, uh, per se, get in it and drive it like every weekend. 
So you race one weekend, might not race for two, three weeks, and then do it again. And, you know, if you was going to get really good at that sprint car deal, I needed to commit to uh, doing it every weekend and just really didn't have the time. Um, looking back on it, I wish maybe I would have because, man, I tell you, I spent a lot of time around them uh, working for Joe Sealing that owns the yellow 97 car on the all-star circuit. And they're a, they're a much easier race car to work on than these modifieds and late models. Sure. So, <laughs> I, I might've made a mistake as far as that goes. <laughs> so was it a, a wing 410 then that you drove? Uh, 360. 360. And then, uh, I did run the four crown at Eldora, uh, in Joe Sealing's car that I worked for, but, uh, it had a 360 engine in it that night. So we is, we is a little bit, you know, behind the gun on that deal, but it, it was fun to participate in. And, uh, we narrowly missed getting in the heat race, uh, through our qualifying lap, but we, uh, drew late and got out late. The track had really slowed down that night and the motor really wasn't hurting us qualifying. It just, uh, it put me on the front row of the non-qualifiers race. And then they decided to, uh, water the track right before they sent us out so that uh pretty much did us in right there so ran a little bit and uh, about got into the wall and decided you know what i probably better just uh slow down and uh bring this thing back to the trailer in one piece we <laughs> we wasn't going to make the show that night so but uh yeah it was a lot of fun and had fun with the 360 stuff uh ran several races at eldor and ran uh top tens in about every feature actually so uh i actually missed half the races that season at eldor and still i think we finished uh 15th in points so really wasn't too bad is there uh, any kind of uh, race car you haven't driven yet that you would like to uh now the four just a legit 410 wing sprint car would have probably been about the only thing uh maybe that i never did um i always thought the big block modifieds were really cool yes uh would like to do that sometime maybe but you know they don't really race them around here but uh, i put some feelers out to uh roger slack at eldor when they were over there a couple times see if he could could hook me up but that never worked out but uh you know maybe you never know maybe someday <laughs> uh, how about pavement? Uh, have you run much of that? Uh, no, uh, I went to Shady Bowl. Um, been oh man, long time ago in the nineties, I'd say, and tested a modified um, several laps, and uh, actually got offered to drive it um, a week or two later. And we had some stuff going on, and I don't know, it just. That track, maybe if I'd have went to a different track, I would have been a little more enthused about it. But Shady Bull was a really little track. I don't even know how they race on that place. <laughs> but I was afraid to, man, if I get down here and get to rubbing on somebody or get into somebody, they, they, they like to fight down there. And I thought, this might not be a good place for me to, to do this right off the bat. Um, Maybe, you know, if I'd have got to go to Toledo, Winchester, something like that, I would have, you know, been a little more up to do it. But that was uh, really my only uh, asphalt experience was that night there. So you have the nickname uh, The Jedi. What's the story behind mm -hmm. that? Uh, one night, 
setting in line at Attica stock car feature, I believe, uh, I had fell asleep <laughs> and my brother and another guy walked up and I think my brother had said, I can't believe he's sleeping. And my buddy said, he's just playing Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, I've actually never watched star Wars. So, <laughs> um, I'm not uh, really into that stuff, but, uh, the nickname's kind of stuck, and kids, they like it, so, you know, I guess it's cool. <laughs> you have any, uh, like, uh, merchandise, Jedi merchandise? Uh, we like had some shirts one time that might have had uh, Yoda, I guess, he's called on it. Um, and we haven't had no shirts done for a while, and I've had a lot of people on me about it, so I think sometime this year we're going to maybe work at trying to get that accomplished again, so it's been several years so i should probably get on that here jeff babcock says hello hey i ain't seen jeff in a long time <laughs> miss racing with him he's a lot of fun who uh who are some of the the younger area drivers that you compete against uh that that you you know think are worth keeping an eye on um in the modified deal uh dylan woodling he's randy's boy which yeah. you know i raced with his dad so uh, he's he's really good. Um, there's a local kid named Dalton Lane, uh, go kart racer. Uh, he's dabbling into the modifieds now. He's he seems to be really fast. Um, you know, I think he'd be uh, somebody to take a good look at. Um, Josh Morton, you know, he's I don't know that he's like super young anymore, but um, Josh is pretty good young guy and help him out some and but yeah it's just uh at waynesfield i think first race this year we was sitting around during the rain delay looking at all the people walking around in the pit area and it's like i told somebody i said man i got old all of a sudden look at all these <laughs> young drivers <laughs> you know well, so, I, uh, I, I think i can relate here yeah, I know you can, Ron. Yep, you're right there with me. So, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, nowadays, you know, these, you got these 13, you know, Rusty Swinks kid. Look at him. I mean, yeah. holy cow. In the sixth grade, and the kid wins a feature. I know. It's just incredible what the, you know, I wouldn't even, you know, I still pedal in my pedal race car around at that age. You know, these guys are actually racing. It's, when I was his age, crazy. I was when I was his age, I was playing with the little plastic cars under the grandstands exactly. at, as a, at Raceway Park. Exactly, you know, and now, you know, they're racing as soon as they're barely walking, it seems like. so. I was going to say, did, did they have electricity back then, Ron, when you were doing that? <laughs> Quite me, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how many how many more years uh, of racing you got left in you? Oh, shoot, I don't know. I get asked that a lot. I think, uh, I don't know. Red, Red Farmer. Rob does too. As you get older, you get asked that question more and more often. So. Red, Red Farmer's got us beat. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you got Buzzy Rudiman down there yeah. in Florida. I mean, I think Buzzy won a feature I seen a couple of weeks ago, and he's, I think, want to say 82. So, let, let me, let me ask it this way. All right. Is there any thoughts going through your head of, of retiring and walking away from the sport at this point? Uh, not, 
Not yet. Um, I don't think. Um, I enjoy going and helping, uh, you know, maybe as much as racing. So, you know, I could probably do it, quit, and just go help and still be, you know, good there. But I don't know. I guess as long as you're, you know, competitive at it, um, you know, and still running good, you know, and it's still fun and, you know, it, why not keep going, I guess. Addicted exactly. to adrenaline, Jerry. That's it. Exactly. I think, you know, that's a lot of it. <laughs> you hit that on the head, yep. So how uh, how have uh, the the cars, the late models, the modifieds, how have they evolved over the years? Uh, other than um, getting more expensive, yeah, uh, is the racing? Yeah. How has the racing changed with those cars? With the changes, the arrow and everything else. Yeah, the the arrow is a big big issue with the late models, um, especially at Eldora, and the modifieds are. are they're getting right there. I mean, you can feel the front end lift on a modified at Eldor if somebody comes across your front end. And, you know, that was unheard of. And uh, late models are super bad down there with, you know, getting that arrow push. If if you see somebody coming across your front end, you got to try to do whatever you can to get away from them. Um, so, you know, I think they could fix those things relatively easy. But... The people that are in control nowadays, uh, they have that stuff figured out and they are able to deal with it probably a little better than the average guy. So I don't think they're ever going to do anything about it. You, you hear rumblings of people, you know, talking about, you know, shortening the spoiler, raising the nose. And, you know, they could really just do a couple small things like that and not really change the appearance of the car much at all. And, and it would probably considerably improve the racing in my opinion, but you know, I don't know that anybody cares what I got to say at this <laughs> point. So, you know, that, that probably doesn't really matter, I suppose, but you know, it's just, you know, it's late model racing's high tech. Um, you about got to be an engineer to figure it out or have somebody with you that's damn smart, um, to figure it out. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's tough. It's challenging. I, I still enjoy trying to figure it out. Not that I do very often anymore, but, uh, you know, it, it's fun to try to, you know, figure out how to make these things go fast, but there's just a fine line anymore between being fast and being, uh, back of the pack to not making the feature if you go to any kind of a bigger race nowadays jerry you talked about taking the spoilers away from the late models um how did that work out and you would have a good idea uh when they took the spoilers away from the modifieds yeah i i i thought it just freed the car up just a little bit you know now they've put the three inch spoiler back on and i don't know if i tell much of a difference in three inch but you know, and I'm not saying they need to take the spoiler off of a late model, but they could probably cut it down to from eight inches to five inches, and I think you'd see a difference. Maybe in the race, it might be a little better. Um, but I think probably, you know, they've let them decks get so low in the car now, um, yes. and they keep letting them get lower. Um, I actually just lowered mine down even more this winter. But... uh 
you know, I think the nose is the big thing, yes. you know, that valence and the side nose pieces, uh, you know, when they first come out with that MD3 nose with the flat lip on the front, that was the beginning of the arrow issues. Um, and then, you know, it's only gotten worse. Um, and like I say, I think they could fix that stuff and make the racing good. And I think these guys would adapt and, uh, the, the, the fast guys are still going to be fast no matter what. Um, that's not going to change anything. I don't think, you know, you're, professional racers are still going to win even if you raise that nose up or change that nose or spoiler um but i think the average guy would have a better shot at racing with them personally but you know so jerry when you first started running late models uh from the center of the wheel to the tip of the nose was 40 mm -hmm. inches and, and and now it's 52 inches um mm -hmm. that 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 takes us back to the wedge cars uh, right. of the early 80s. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when you stand back and look at the angle of them noses on them cars, I mean, they are just, they're laid back, you know. They're just, you know, an aerodynamic machine, you know. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, we all thought at the time when NASCAR got involved in the dirt world, that, oh, man, this is great, NASCAR's finally realizing what we're doing but in, in reality it's probably the worst thing that happened uh when their people you know those people are smart down there and you know they figured the aerodynamics out and they got involved in the shock suspension and you know there's not a lot of rules in our sport and those guys were able to figure out a lot of things quickly and you know they've changed the face of dirt late model racing and you know, and, and now, you know, they're involved in the modified game, too, and and they're changing it just as quickly, and there's probably less inspection on the modified. So, you know, I'm not so sure if you go to a big modified race that there's not more stuff going on on the modifieds in the late models. It's probably, like, way illegal, but, you know, what are you going to do about it? I right. mean, you just try to do what you can and try to race with them. There's there's just so many smart people involved in racing right now. It's, you know, it's crazy, but it is what it is. Well, not only that, a lot of the, a lot of the tech officials are same age as you and me, and right. they're not going to bend over to look. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's just a tough, tough thing, you know, to be in right now. And, and, you know, like I say, I think they could easily get, get some things under control and, maybe try to rein in the, the cost of some of this stuff a little bit, but you know, every year I think this stuff's going to slow down and people are going to, you know, go away and quit coming. And you know, that some shows, you know, counts ain't as good as they used to be, but you know, I mean, you still see a lot of cars at a lot of these races and yes, sir. You know, people ain't slowing down spending money, even though it's gotten really expensive. They just, I think, you know, people that race are, you know, uh, willing to work. And right now, if you're willing to work, you can go find a job and make yourself some pretty good money if you want to show up and do something. Right. So, uh, you know, the, the racers are forging on and, you know, they're, they're doing what they can to get to the track. So what, uh, what would you consider uh, the biggest or a couple of uh, the biggest wins of, of your career? 
Uh, probably the UMP Nationals with the modified at Eldor. I can't remember what year it was anymore. Oh five, maybe. Okay. Um, you know, I think there was uh, 186 cars that year. I think it was the the highest car count ever for the Nationals, and uh, we started 12th, and actually, I think fell back to like 16th at the beginning, and and uh, we won by probably half track. I mean, I drove uh, Don Adams from Lightning Chassis. It was his house car. And, uh, man, that day I just, I felt like Scott Bloomquist. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just, uh, we had them covered by, by a mile, it seemed like. So that, that was probably the biggest. And me and Don also won the four crown nationals, I think the following year. Uh, I believe in 07. So we might have won the Nationals in 06 and then won the four crown in 07. And then uh, with Mike Lawrence's car, we won the Johnny Appleseed. Or let's see. No, I take that back. That was Dean Miracle's car. Won the Johnny Appleseed with Dean Miracle's car. Right in around that same time frame, I want to say maybe couple years before uh got a last lap pass on jerry rice uh coming through three and four to the checkered uh, track rubbered up and we come up on some lap cars and i was in the catbird seat he uh he picked the wrong way to go and i went the opposite and got him boxed in behind a lap car and managed to uh pull that race off at all door so uh you know, then we're three big races there, but, you know, we've managed to win, I don't know, a while back. I, I'd never set and kept, I never kept track of much stuff, but I did jot down where I thought I'd won some races at and stuff a while back. And I think we won races at like 18 different racetracks. So, but um, I'm, I'm assuming Eldora, though, is uh, your favorite. You've had probably the most success there. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of success at Eldor, and and uh, you know you mentioned uh, nineteen wins at Lima Land. You know that that's the new Lima Land. I I don't know how many I won at the old Lima Land, <laughs> the old configuration. You know nobody kept records at that place, so you know I, I think I probably won probably at least ten or more features at the old Lima Land before they uh, reshaped the track and flipped ends and you know because what the front stretch is at lima land now was the back stretch when i started racing so um so we got quite a few wins at uh lima land too over the years Did ever get in any uh altercations uh, with anybody in your racing career uh, not too many me and scott james had a little mishap at eldor back in the day and didn't see eye to eye and I think I got kicked out for a race. <laughs> <laughs> he might have too. I can't remember. I don't know whether it was just me or him, but uh, really not too many over the years. Um, you know, just some arguing, yelling here and there, you know, nothing, you know, nothing per se fighting wise. Gotcha. What, uh, so what do, you, what do you got planned then uh, for the rest of this race season as far as the late model and the, the modified? 
Um, we really haven't got to do much with the late mall this year. Um, I've went, I've went to Eldor to the flow night, um, got in a wreck on the start of the B main. So I only ran like the heat race that night. And then I went to the Lucas show at atomic and broke a lift bar in a dry shaft qualifying. So we kind of loaded up and was done for the night. And so that's all I've had it out. And then, uh, modified were doing lima right now you know their season's kind of short so we'll do that on friday and and you know eldor don't have a lot of modified races either i think like six or seven so we do them and um and the late mile races at eldor and then other than that like i really like going down to atomic at chillicothe and racing mm-hmm. um we're kind of thinking maybe about racing the late model saturday somewhere but for a holiday weekend, there's not uh, a lot of regular shows, but not anything that per se pays, say maybe two, three, four thousand to win. So um, I, I kind of, I don't, I, maybe I should not look at it that way, but I don't go race much anymore with the late model for the twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollar regular stuff. It just with the cost of the motors and the cars. Sometimes it just don't make sense for me to do that. But uh, I thought about doing it this weekend just for the fact that we ain't had any laps, but probably 10 all year and the dreams are coming up at Eldor and, you know, we ain't got to race. So I contemplate and uh, go on Saturday somewhere and we may even go to Oakshade. I mean, last week's video made me a little nervous when I seen how rough the track was, so. You know, I, I don't know what we'll do. We we may go Saturday somewhere, but uh, we'll just have to see. If not, maybe we'll try something the following Saturday and try to get a race in before Eldor. So you, you've uh, you've made the field a couple times for the World 100. Uh, have you had any yeah. success uh, in the Dream? No, um, I don't. I don't believe I ever made any of them, and I was in really good shape back in the day when I drove Mike Lawrence's car to make a couple of them. And I think we was actually running third in a heat race one night and uh, had a fuel pump belt come off when everybody still had their fuel pumps mounted up on the front of the motor. Uh, we got some dirt up in there and kicked the fuel pump belt off. And so that was pretty disappointing. And yeah, for whatever reason, I just, I've had some solid runs and not been bad there at the dream, but for whatever reason, I just always seem to do way better at the world's 100. I don't <laughs> know whether cause it was later in the year or, or what, but you know, we've made, I don't know, four or five of them and never really probably ran that good in the feature, but you know, I don't know. I mean, that's tough when you get to the feature, them guys, you know, I, probably never ran a lot of hundred lap races and you know you're probably not really sure what to do to the car and you know you get a little content on how i made it you know i'm just gonna go out here and cruise around and see if i can finish this thing and and i finished all the laps but one year i overheated kind of early and pulled off but uh yeah it's kind of you know it's cool being in them and we made the feature in that intercontinental classic when they just had to covid race that year and and that was pretty cool that was kind of the replacement for the world's 100 but uh i uh kind of buried myself on that deal uh when we got to the track that day i was starting so far back in the b main 
my wife asked if I was going to go get tires, and I said, nah, not starting that far back. That's kind of a waste of money. And then, you know, we made the show, and we didn't have any new tires for the feature, so <laughs> we just went back out on what we had, and, and we got lapped kind of quick in the race. And I think we wouldn't have got lapped if we'd have been on new tires. And then after we was a lap down, we were still keeping pace with them, but you know, I was, me and Frank Heckenes was the only two guys lapped. And so me and him were just racing one another. We weren't racing anybody else. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating knowing that we was probably fast enough to pass some of them guys, but you know, there were really wasn't a point cause they were on a different lap for me. So, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's been fun to have a little success, you know, with the world's 100. So, uh, you want to give a shout out to, uh, some of your sponsors that, uh, help you get out and enjoy this racing yeah definitely you know best performance they've they've been really good to me since uh you know we've had a relationship for quite a few years now and and uh, they probably don't need to really fool around with me with (laughs) what they got going on with tyler but you know they still do so and then uh my buddy clint jameson from uh north star drilling me and him were partners on the motor he, he's a big help and and then you know we got you know besides them too they're they're probably you know my main guys and then i got todd book from tb tile and uh frenchtown trailer sales and uh nick Cata henry with he owns the howard johnson hotel in lima he used to race he he uh he helps me out and uh burke petroleum you know and minster they supply us with some oil and and stuff and then Keith Burner from ActForce. Uh, Keith does all my shock stuff. And uh, where I work at, uh, I build all the spring smasher frames for him. So me and Keith, uh, we've had a really good relationship for a long, long time. So, you know, he kind of keeps me in the loop of new technology and helps me with my shocks and springs as much as what he can. So, uh, you know, much appreciative to him. And then you know, Clements Automotive builds our engine, and uh, Mike Gargi still helps us out if we need a hand. And we've had some, a lot of his motors over the years, and Karsten at KB Carburetors, he's he's been good to me. So uh, we just uh, we've raced a long time and made a lot of good relationships. That's uh, you know really helped out over the years. Got a lot of sponsors. So uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, you'll be at uh, Lima Land. Yep, Limeland Friday and Waynesfield Sunday, Sunday for sure. And then uh, Saturday, we're just going to have to see. Uh, like I said, we might get the late model out Saturday and try to do something. And uh, and then uh, uh, we even maybe kicked around Lawrenceburg Monday with the modified, but we'll just have to see how Friday and Sunday go first. So. Makes sense. Well, if, if you get up to Oakshade on Saturday, uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, come over and say hi to you. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a possibility at this point. Let's put it that way. So we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. All right, Jerry Sack, uh, it's been a pleasure. All right, thank you for having me on. Good talking with you, Jerry. Yep, you too, Ron. Thank you. Bye. 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 There you go, Jerry Bowersack. Yeah. Got a lot of su- success under his belt. Uh, and he wears it well. Definitely, yeah. 
Very well spoken. That was a, uh, yeah. I like Jerry. Um, don't forget, type in hashtag RMC. RMRC. Yeah, I got that wrong. RM, RMRC. There as, it is. As in Ron Miller race cars. There Come you on, go. Scott. Hashtag RMRC in the uh, comments for a chance to win a pair of tickets to uh, tomorrow night's uh, Ohio Wheelman Series at Toledo Speedway. Um, and, uh, Couple of those, a uh, couple of our winners will get sweet passes. Scott will definitely give away All-Star. the sweet passes tonight. But you know what? What do you think? Maybe uh, tomorrow up until noon, uh, we hold a couple of uh, grandstand passes back. A lot of a lot of our listeners listen on Friday mornings. I'll be working tomorrow, so I don't know how you're going to get the winner. I'll be a All little right. busy. If you want to handle that, we, we can, it's a show meeting going on right now. All right. We'll, we'll figure that out. All right. Uh, for now, though, we'll be giving away a bunch of, we'll uh, draw for some winners here uh, in just a little bit at the end of the show. Uh, we have some uh, action from this past weekend, actually quite a bit. Uh, finally, some decent weather for the most part. I know things got a little hairy on uh, Friday, yeah. unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, check out our racing roundup. Racing Roundup. So Attica Raceway Park, Friday night, it's the World of Outlaws. Uh, they pushed out the 305 so they could get that show in. Uh, Donnie Schatz picking up the win there, and they got the, the show in. It was, was a fun race it. to watch. Lima Land on Friday as well. Of course, Jerry Bowersock picking up the win in the modified uh, feature, and that was the only one they got in. The rest of it, uh, the rest of the show was uh, rained out again for the second week in a row. They got one feature in, and then the rest of the show gets uh, rained out. They're going to make that up at a later date. Saturday night in the uh, Arkham Menards East return to Flat Rock Speedway, it was uh, William Sawalik picking up the win there. Uh, Jeremy Vanderhoof had a, a good night. He won the Street Stock A Main and then uh, won again in the Figure Eight feature. That, that is a good night. That is a pretty good night, yeah. And uh, Robert Stewart picked up the win in the Street Stock B Main there at Flat Rock. Also, Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway, Rusty Schlenk picking up the opening night win in the late models. And Son Carter Schlenk picking up uh, the win in the very next feature, the uh, Sportsman feature. So uh, a very good night to be a Schlenk. At uh, Oakshade on Saturday, uh, Adam Noonan picked up the Dominator Superstock feature win. Uh, Corey Gum picked up the uh, Compact feature win. And uh, da, 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 da. I didn't put the B mains on here. I don't know. I'm terrible. No, it was Eli Colodi won the Compact B main. And I even told uh, Scott Warner that we talk about Grayson, who picked That's up uh, Grayson Warner, picked up his very first uh, feature win. Yeah, and congratulations to Dominator Down. Street Stock B Main. Uh, exciting night. Cap Henry picked up the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 feature win on Saturday at Fremont. Dustin Stroop, the 305 feature winner there, and Dave Gumby Jr., new dad, picking Ooh, up the who's uh, that? dirt truck feature win. Yeah. Congratulations, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> uh Sandusky Speedway in action. Uh, Brian, that's, that's that's great grandpa to uh, to wait to Devin to Devin, Gumby's De- son. Devin Michael Gollumbus. Ge- yeah, Devin Yeah, Michael easy for Gumby. you to say. Just call him Gumby. There you go. That's it. Little little G. Brian McCoy uh picked up the win Saturday at Sandusky Speedway in the Renegades. Jaden Stanfield uh was the winner in the beginner stocks 
Uh, Trent uh, Aslaskin picked up the Pure Stock feature win, and Sean Warner, the winner in the All-American Iron uh, feature. So finally, some different names getting uh, feature wins there at Sandusky Speedway. Butler Motor Speedway, Justin Clark picked up the 410 Sprint win. Robbie Henderson uh, won in the Modifieds. Cody Connor was the Street Stock winner. And Ryan Crocker picked up the win in the Four Cylinders. Eldora in action. Family Firework Night. Matthew Lux picked up the USAC D2 Midget feature win. Jeremy Creech won in the Super Stocks. And Adam Strickler picked up the uh, UMP Modified feature win. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series action Friday night at 300 Speedway. Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up the win there. And then uh, why not do it again on another racetrack named after a number 34 raceway? So uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. picking yeah. up a clean sweep there Friday and Saturday in Lucas Oil Late Model Action. Profit- profitable weekend. Yeah. yeah. I like the colors of his car, too. Yeah? Yeah. They're pretty cool. Uh, Tesla's All-Star Circuit of Champions Sprint Car Series action Friday night at Outlaw Speedway. Zeb Wise picked up his uh, first uh, All-Star Circuit of Champion win of the season. Saturday uh, action at Fonda Speedway was canceled due to rain. Sunday, though, did happen at Weed Sports Speedway. Corey Eliason picking up the win there. And then uh, some action in the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series Saturday at uh, Sharon Speedway after... Uh, Running Attica Friday night, uh, Donnie Schatz picking up another win. So uh, Donnie Schatz having a good weekend yeah. in World of Outlaw competition. Case Construction uh, Late Model Series, the World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model Series, Friday night, Marion Center Raceway, Ryan Gustin picking up the win there. Rain canceled Port Royal on Saturday. And Tuesday night, uh, Nick Hoffman picking up his very first World of Outlaw feature win at Stateline Speedway. And... Uh... And Dean Henry was very yeah, excited that, about that. That uh, that was a good good win for that team. Yes, All right there. Congratulations. Um, NASCAR action this uh, past weekend. I did not get to watch any of the uh, North Wilkesboro stuff. So I think maybe I saw the beginning of something. Yeah, I went to the hockey game. I've been doing some walleye stuff. Last night's walleye game. How was that? That Scott? was pretty awesome. Coming back from what four to two, four, four to, to two, one. Yeah. Winning five to four. I thought, yeah, that was, that was a good game. Anyway. What are you doing tomorrow night, Scott? I'm probably working on my car so I can go racing oh. on Saturday with the game on in the background. I see. Truck action, uh, NASCAR Truck Series, uh, Saturday. Kyle Larson picking up the win in the Tyson 200 at North Wilkesboro Speedway. And then he uh, repeated in the Cup Series All-Star uh, race on Sunday night. And quite, quite convincingly. Was it convincing? I didn't even yeah. see that. So. Like three seconds. That is your racing roundup for last weekend. Before we get to uh, some racing news, and we're going to be giving away some pizza. Ooh, yeah. Big D's uh, pizza coming up for how many? And, uh, again, uh, it's still time to get entered to win those tickets for Toledo Speedway tomorrow night. If you haven't done so yet, all you got to do is uh, just do it once. Hashtag RMRC in the comments of our uh, YouTube or Facebook, whichever, whichever works for you. And you will be uh, entered in our drawing here that we're going to do in just a couple minutes. Big D's Pizza. Speaking of Big D's uh, in Clyde, give them a call, 419-547-1444. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. They have uh, the Sunday uh, special, Facebook uh, special, I think they call it, three large, I'm sorry, three large, three topping large pizza. 
uh, for just nine ninety nine. It'd be great if it was three larges for nine. Yeah, I don't think the Dean would probably go out of business if he had that. Three topping large pizza for just nine ninety nine on Sundays. It's uh, Big D's in Clyde. Big on taste, not on price. Uh, I know John went there the other day, but they were having an internet problem. He was going to bring us back some pizza. I was pretty yeah, disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed, too. Uh, DCR Graphics. Uh, give Dale a call, 419-308-9523. If you need a full wrap, uh, just uh, starting at 350 bucks for those. Um, you want something a little cheaper, you just need some numbers, stickers, decals of any kind, he can do them. And uh, he's also uh, the official... Hammerdown Racing Report window sticker supplier. Five bucks for one of those. So if you want one of those for your car, I got to get one. So if Dale, if you're yeah. listening, I, I put me down for one. I and, and yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he'll mail it to you for five bucks, or you can meet him out at the track uh, at, at Oak Shade on Saturday night and, uh, and get it from him there. Uh, DCR Graphics, locally owned and operated. Call or text Dale again at 419-308-9523. Check him out at Facebook, facebook.com slash D. CR graphics. And of course, Ron Miller Race Cars in Lamberville, Michigan, 734 856 7223. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, fixing broken cars, fixing oopsies. Yeah. So uh, he does all that stuff and uh, even gives away tickets. Thanks to yeah. All Star for uh, helping with that, giving away tickets yeah. to tomorrow night's uh, first ever Ohio Wheelman race That's at Toledo be a good Speedway. Race. It yeah, really I'm is, kind of Scott. upset. I actually would like to go to that. If I wasn't planning on trying to get my car ready for Saturday, I've got to call Scott Schultz tomorrow. I, I want to promote a couple of pit passes for that. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, Ron Miller Race Cars. He does all that cool stuff. One more thing to get to here before uh, we do our uh, big D's. Uh, how many? And then we'll also draw. No, we'll, we'll sure. wait for the drawing just a little bit longer here. Uh, so there's still time to get in on that. Hashtag RMRC in the comments. Do, 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 do. What was I doing? Oh, news. That's what we got. Latest racing news. Alex Palou will lead the field to the green flag in the Indianapolis 500 after uh, the young Spaniard put together the fastest four-lap pole run in the history of the Indianapolis 500 qualifying on Sunday, edging out R- Renus uh, VK and Felix uh, Rosenquist uh, to give Chip Ganassi Racing its third consecutive pole, the greatest spectacle in racing. You know, I normally watch a lot of that qualifying, and it just didn't work out. So. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, first uh, month of May incident at the Brickyard happened during practice uh, this uh, past Monday afternoon. Catherine Leg got into Stefan Wilson, and the uh, two drivers crashed hard into the turn two wall. Leg climbed from her car under her own power, but Wilson was placed on a stretcher and loaded into an ambulance. He was later transported to a local hospital for further evaluation. It was later disclosed that Wilson suffered a fractured, or fracture of the uh, 12th thoracic vertebrae and uh, will not be permitted to compete in this weekend's Indy 500. Graham Rahal, who was bumped from uh, the field by his teammate at the last minute on Sunday, was named to replace Wilson, uh, and Wilson underwent surgery yesterday, Wednesday. And, which was successful. That, that's really re- pretty cool. I mean, it, it's it's terrible that he was hurt, but uh, the Ray Hall family has been an institution at Indy for a lot of years. And uh, would have been weird not having a Ray Hall in the yeah, Indy yeah, 500. Yeah, Graham Ray Hall deserved to be in the show. Okay. 
Montpelier Motor Speedway will not be in action this Saturday night due to, quote, some pretty major unfortunate circumstances. That's kind of nonspecific. Yeah, I had uh, I had one of our reporters digging into that. I've not uh, heard back from him yet. Really? So I don't know what, uh, what the story is behind that, but uh, if you were planning on going to Montpelier this weekend. Go somewhere else. They will not be in action. They should be in action the following Saturday, though. It didn't sound like it was a end-of-the-season kind of thing. It was oh, just good. a this-weekend kind of thing, so... Uh, Bubba Wallace appeared to be flipping off the Fox Sports 1 camera during an interview after the All-Star race on Sunday. Did you have... Did, the well, pictures have I, been all over the internet. I did. I saw it. I was like, what is going on? Uh, he, and, it, and NASCAR looked into yeah. it. Bubba claims the gesture was uh, to one of his friends walking by at the time, and uh, NASCAR will not penalize him because it was supposed to... It wasn't malicious towards anybody but then again kyle larson was penalized for making a comment up to one a close friend of his and well, missed an entire year okay uh an incident between uh, landon huffman and annabeth Barn barnes crumb at hickory motor speedway ended up with the with destroyed race cars and an arrest did you see any of this i didn't this was crazy i was just watching the video i didn't i would, didn't have time to do all the prep here, but we're going to try and play the video here. Uh, okay. Pretty incredible stuff. Um, Landon uh, was squeezed uh, coming off a of turn two and then uh, put the bumper on Annabeth uh, in turn four, kind of bumping her up. It didn't wreck her and uh, scooted by to the inside. She tried to come back down across his uh, the rear end, missed, may have gotten a piece of him and kind of wrecked herself and then, then all hell broke loose after that. Uh, oh. Would you would you like to see the video? Let's see if uh, if we can do this here again on the fly. So, and this was uh, from uh, Landon's uh, perspective. Landon Huffman. There was nothing from Annabeth's perspective, unfortunately. Here, let's do this. If we can make that bigger, is that showing up over here? Yeah, you guys can see that now. So I don't know if the audio is going to come through. So this uh, this will be an experiment. We'll see what happens here. So it does not appear the audio is going to come through with it. But uh, uh, what you want to do is uh, you just miss it. This white car right in the middle of the screen that you can kind of see where it's uh, just kind of stopped for a second. It's going to go in just a minute. He's the, the car that uh, got squeezed in the wall coming off of two. Here they go, coming through turn number four. There's the bumper. He gets by. She tries to come back down in that 12 car, misses, and goes to the uh, – I don't think she hit the inside wall. She just kind of slid down there. And Apparently, this is uh, not playing very well. But anyways, oh. this is when the fun stuff happened. Another failed experiment there, yeah. Scott. There it goes. Okay. Oh, that was okay. So I think they have some other – okay, this is the flow uh, racing – view of what happened there between the 12 and, and the white car there. And he gives a little bump, gets by. She comes back down, spins out. Uh, now, there was a little melee up in the spotter stand that happened shortly after this. So we have all kinds of different views of, of the incident here, which was pretty interesting. I didn't, he, he's, he even has an in-car camera. That, that, that's just the start. That's the motivation of what happened. Now, uh, you can't really see much here. Let's just kind of 
fast forward to about right here. This is what starts going on. And this is this guy here stomping on the guy on the ground. That's a spotter for Annabeth, also her husband. Ooh. And uh, the spotter that he was stomping on was uh, the father of Landon. And now here's what happened on the track at the same time that was going on. Here comes Annabeth back up through the field, finds uh, Landon up there. And then, yep, that's what happened. Oh, yeah, that's a fine. So how do that you do? did do some damage to Annabeth's car. Oh yeah, it did. She was done, and somehow uh, they continued. Check that out, right through the window there in the in car. So she ran over his right rear, and uh, yeah, that was that's pretty much it for the video. We can stop just for what out. it's worth. Annabeth's husband looks like a pretty big dude too. <laughs> well, he, um, yeah. Um, the Huffman family, they, uh, actually, I guess, uh, the father, Robert, I believe his name was, yeah, Robert Huffman, who was uh, up there, the one that right. received the beat down. He continued up there on the spotter stand to finish spotting for the rest of the race. Uh -huh. And uh, Crum was, I guess, escorted out. The uh, Huffman family have press charges, and Crum was arrested on assault charges. The, also, this Hickory Motor Speedway, it's a NASCAR-sanctioned track. Sure. And uh, NASCAR announced earlier today, actually, this Thursday, that they have suspended Jay Crum for the remainder of the 2023 season for not just the assault, but also not having a NASCAR license and being part of uh, her crew. Oh. So apparently that's a no-no, too. So but he's done for the rest of the year. No, nothing against Annabeth. No, no, but that was a was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> some people, and it wasn't even a full moon. Scott. Anger management issues or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little crazy. Uh, and finally, Alex Bowman will return for uh, the Coca Cola Six Hundred this Sunday after fracturing vertebrae back on April twenty fifth in a sprint car race. A High month. Limit. Yeah. So that's not too bad, really. So how about we uh, give away some Big D's pizza? First, sure. uh, got to mention there was no hammer down hotline this week. Nobody called, no text. So no hammer down hotline, but if you would like to call, 419-318-3081. Yeah, I got it covered up there. There we go. 419-318-3081, just like Ron said. Uh, feel yeah, free to text, call say. anytime, day or night, and uh, we'll play it back or read it. If you're something yeah, we'd you like to hear discuss. from you. Yeah, it's another way for you to interact with us. Uh, so clicking too many things. Let's get rid of that. Let us know what you think about, uh, Bubba Wallace's indiscretion. The finger? That's the one. <laughs> the salute. All right. Let's uh, do our first giveaway now. How many? So last week's how many was how many World of Outlaws, uh, we're going to be at Attica on Friday. Ron said 35. I said 34. It was also your birthday this past weekend, so congratulations. Dean is giving you a pizza from yeah, Big D's Pizza because yeah. he was going to extend that to us. Yeah. So, yay. I'll bring the box you over and you can smell it. I can smell it. it. Thanks. Uh, listener winner. We had a, a tie, actually. Um, two people picked 38, as a matter of fact, so we're going to have to spin the Big D's Pizza wheel to determine uh, this week's winner, our two eligible contestants, I don't know what yeah. to call them, um, 
finalists. We'll call them finalists. There you go. There Charlie we. Orange, Doug Frost. Here we go. We're going to spin the wheel, the Big D's Pizza Wheel for a Big D's Pizza. Again, each of these, uh, both these guys picked 38. And it looks like Doug Frost is going to be our winner. Congratulations, Doug. You have yourself a Big D's Pizza. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. So do you, Ron, as far as I know. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, another chance to win some Big D's Pizza. How many? And this is this one's a little bit more complicated. Did I actually type this one in? I think I might have. Let's. Uh, so if you can't uh, understand what I'm saying, there you go. How many racetracks slash series events that are on the Big D's Pizza Racing menu, which is what we do next, will get rained out this weekend? Just to help you out, there are nine local tracks on the Big D's Pizza Racing menu in 18 other series events. So it's a total of 27. Out of those 27, how many are going to get rained out? And not all of them are local. The, some of the series aren't, obviously. Total of 27. There you go. You like that? I thought it was yeah, something different for a change. That's pretty amazing, Scott. <laughs> and, and math is involved. I know. It was not tough. your, not no. your long suit. No. Um. I'm going 26. It's going to rain somewhere, but it's going to rain somewhere. <laughs> All right. So one of them's going to. Well, then I'm going to go with. Uh, I'd go. Wait. With no. The, no. It's how many are going to get rained out. Oh. So, so okay. one is what okay, you're saying. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. So you're saying one of those 27 are going to get rained out again. That's what we're looking for. So I'm going to go with two then. Obviously. Does it have to be rain out? Could it be canceled for any other reason? No, I put rained out, so okay, we're gonna go with right. rained out. It has okay. to well, it has to weather related at least. Okay, so I'll go with two. That's what I'm going with. At least two of them. If not, I'm gonna be closer to you anyways. Unless none of them rain out or that's one. it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, get your guess in on the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live, and if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can still get in on this. Um, I guess we probably should wrap up uh, entries tomorrow night, Friday night. Oh, 5 o'clock? Yeah. yeah. Friday, 5 o'clock. So if uh, you're listening to us on Friday morning, whatever, you can just uh, hit up our Facebook page, find the video from Thursday night, and put your guess in the comments, and you're entered. Whoever's closest would, would will win a, a big Would this be a good time pizza. to do the weekend weather pit stop? Uh, we'll, we'll do that afterwards. <laughs> we don't want to give anybody an advantage, so I haven't looked. Uh, what are people typing in here? Let's see. Um. Rick is thinking a lot of tracks are going to get rained out there. So is Jacob. Jacob is 11 of the 27 events. So, all right. Without further ado, here are those events that are uh, coming up this weekend. Let's get this off of here. And, uh, yeah, check out our Big D's. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. Yeah, that. Yeah. That. Uh, and again, don't forget, uh, time running out. If you haven't done so yet, hashtag RMRC in the comments to get entered to win those Toledo Speedway tickets. We're going to give those away right after the weekend weather pit stop, which is coming up right after we go through our Big D's Pizza Racing menu. And these are not cheapies either. These are either nice. grandstand or there's two, Sweets. two sets of sweet tickets. Yes. Uh, so Toledo Speedway, 
tomorrow night. This is uh, what we're giving away tickets uh, for. It's uh, Scout slash Kids Night. The Ohio Wheelman Super Series will be making their debut at Toledo Speedway. Uh, first appearance for them at, at the Speedway. National Compact Touring Series is also going to be in action. Both those on the half on mile. The big track. Yeah, on the half mile. Uh, factory stocks also in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 7. And uh, general mission is $15 if you don't win those tickets from us here tonight. Uh, and you don't have to pick up the tickets. Uh, they'll be at will call. Right. So uh, you just go, just go, go to, to the, the ticket go to booth. The speedway, and, go to the ticket booth, say, Ron Miller Race Cars sent me. And, and uh, make sure you show your ID, and we'll have, they'll have a little envelope with your name it. on it. So that's how you get those tickets. Uh, Lima Land in action tomorrow night as well. It's Memorial Cup night. NRA 360 sprints in action. The UMP Modifieds. Uh, Jerry Bowersock will be there. And the Thunderstocks in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 7.30. General mission, 15 bucks there at Lima Land. Attica Raceway Park. It's uh, Steinle Chevrolet Buick of Clyde Norwalk Concrete True Alpha Wealth Management Night. Should have took a bigger breath there. Yeah. 410 sprints, UMP late models and 305 sprints in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. 20 bucks for general mission tickets there at Attica on Friday. Saturday, you got four events to choose from here locally. Flat Rock, it's the uh, DTS drivetrain specialist Joy Fair Memorial 100, featuring the Outlaw Super Late Models, Midwest Modified Tour, and the figure eights in action. Gates open at... Uh, I think it's four, maybe five. I'm not sure the exact time on that. Uh, but racing will start at 7 o'clock at uh, Flat Rock on Saturday night. $25 for general admission uh, tickets, and there's a rain date of Sunday, which you won't need if they happen to get rained out on Saturday, which isn't going to happen. Uh, 2 o'clock on Sunday, should it happen. Right. Oakshade Raceway. In action, uh, full show, late model sportsman, dominator, super stocks, compacts, gates open to four racing at seven, $14 general admission tickets at Oakshade. Fremont, it's Ohio Laborers Local 480 and 574 night with the 410 sprints, 305 sprints, Great Lake traditional sprints, no dirt trucks on uh, Saturday right. at uh, Fremont. And the Great Lakes traditional sprints, those are non-wing Non-wing, cars. correct, yeah. Gates open to four, racing at seven, and general admission, $21 there at Fremont. Butler in action, Butler Motor Speedway with the James Perkins Memorial, 410 Sprints, UMP Modified Street Stocks, four cylinders, gates open at 430, racing at 730, general mission $15 there. And it's Memorial Day weekend, so we got action on Sunday. Sunday. Sandusky Speedway in action with the Ohio Wheelman Modifieds. It's a Sunday show at uh, Sandusky Speedway. CRS uh, Super Trucks in action, as well as the Renegades and Beginner Stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General mission is $15 there Sunday at Sandusky. And finally, Waynesfield Raceway Park. Back in action again with salute to our military night with the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints, NRA 360 Sprints, UMP Modified Stock Cars, Compacts, and the Dirt Track Truck Series. Ooh. Very ambitious program uh, Larry Bose has going on there Sunday night. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.30. General admission is $18. That's what we got locally. Okay. Uh, other series action, uh, which count towards uh, our Ooh. how many. Castrol Flow Racing Night in America. Actually, this one doesn't because I said only this weekend. This is actually Wednesday of next week. Oh, okay. so, so this one doesn't actually count. Next two don't count. Uh, Wednesday, May 31st. It's the uh, Casserole Flow Racing Night in America, Florence Speedway in Kentucky. High Limit uh, Sprint Car Series 
will be at Tri-City Speedway in Granite City, Illinois, also on Wednesday night, May 31st. The uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series 10th Annual Cowboy Classic tonight. Tribute to uh, Don and uh, Billy Gibson tomorrow night, Friday night, May 26th, and the 31st annual Show Me 100 on Saturday, all at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheaton, Missouri this weekend. So tonight through Saturday for Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. And and those count towards the rain Yes, out? yes, these do. Okay. These do. Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions at Bridgeport Motorsports Park uh, in New Jersey tonight. Uh, and then uh, Williams Grove Speedway on Friday, May 26th. Port Royal on Sun, actually Saturday and Sunday, May 27th and uh, the 28th for the uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions. So that's a four-day weekend. And that one counts as two. Counts as four. Right. I counted the Thursday stuff as okay. this weekend. Yeah. World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model Series Battle of the Border at Sharon Speedway. That's uh, Thursday through Saturday. So tonight through uh, Saturday night, World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series will be at Atomic Speedway in Waverly on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Memorial Day Spectacular will take place at Lawrenceburg uh, in Indiana on uh, Monday, May 29th for the World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series. Arkham Menard Series in action, General Tire 150 at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Friday. That'll be at 6 o'clock on FS1. NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series uh, will be competing in the North Carolina Education Lottery 200 at Charlotte Motor Speedway on uh, Friday at 8.30, also on FS1. So two races tomorrow night on FS1. Uh, the Xfinity Series uh, competing in the Allsco uh, Uniforms 300 at Charlotte Motor Speedway Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock on FS1. Cup Series action, the Coca-Cola 600 Charlotte Motor Speedway. Sunday night, starting at 6 o'clock on Fox. And finally, last one, the uh, NTT IndyCar Series. Can you guess what they're competing in? Um, Indy. The 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 11 a.m. on NBC. I believe that's just race coverage starting. But the race does start pretty early. So uh, that's your uh, weekend. Actually, no, that's your... uh, (laughs) Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. Now your weekend weather uh, pit stop. Uh, Ron, how's the weather look this weekend? I can tell you that in our immediate area, uh, northwest Ohio, southeast Michigan, you need to get your butts to a racetrack. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Today was the coolest of all all of those days. Weather is going to be sunny and mild all weekend. No excuse not to get to a racetrack. There you go. I like that forecast. Finally. And we had to fire Ryan Weekman so we can get better forecasts. Yeah. He was jinxing us. <laughs> Not really. I'm just kidding. Uh, last chance to get in on that uh, drawing for tickets to tomorrow uh, night's action at Toledo Speedway with the Ohio Wheelman Series and National Compact Touring Series and Factory Stocks. Hashtag RMRC. Put it in the comments right now. Hashtag RMRC. Uh, we're going to do that drawing. How about that? We'll give them about one minute. About one, well, as much time for me to, uh, and your chances of winning look pretty good. We have, uh, looks like only 10 entries. Ooh. And we have seven uh, pairs of tickets right. or sweet tickets to give away. Right. So right now your chances of winning are better than not winning. So if you, and, again. And if you're listening to us tomorrow morning on, on 
Friday morning, shame on you. You missed your good chance. One reason to, to listen to the live uh, deal. Other than the fact that you can't fast forward through us. So that that's, that, that's probably a benefit that outweighs the uh, the, the bad. Uh, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's get this uh, winner thing here, which is this one. Put that up there. So there we go. Hashtag RMRC. Should we do uh, the sweet tickets first, or should we do the the general mission? Let's let's save the best for last. Okay. So we'll whittle the field down. Yeah. So if you don't win right away, you may get these. Again, these tickets will be at will will call tomorrow night at Toledo Speedway, so you don't even have to go anywhere to pick these up. Other than the ticket window at Toledo Speedway. But you're going to be there anyway, so it's not really out of your way. So here we go. Let's uh, draw for our first winner. Here we go. Where it stops. Tony Carrillo. Hey, congratulations, Tony. So we have seven pairs of general admission. No, five pairs of general mission and then two of the suites. So, right. Tony, I'm going to write down all our winners here. Tony Carrillo uh, picking up the first. So, here we go. We're going to draw. Gen- of the general General admission. admission. Yep. You have a pair of general admission tickets. Here we go. For our second winner of general admission tickets tomorrow night at Toledo Speedway. I think this is, draws it on too much. Nancy Schenauer. Congratulations. You have a pair of tickets to Toledo Speedway. All right, let's draw another one. We still have uh, three more to go, three more pairs, general mission tickets. Who's it going to be? Tina Winters. Congratulations, Tina Winters. Again, uh, these tickets will be under your name at... uh, the box office there at Toledo Speedway. Ticket office. There we go. We have uh, two more pairs. Of general admission. Of general admission, Toledo Speedway. John Young. He never wins anything from us. John Young. And if you do win, you can't use the tickets. Uh, please get a hold of uh, Ron or me so uh, we can change the names. Right. Uh, to, to make somebody sure that can use it. Goes. Yeah, make sure someone goes. All right, here's our last pair of general admission tickets. And if you want the sweet tickets, you're probably hoping that you don't win. That's it. Because we still have two sweet, two pairs of sweet tickets here to give away. This is the last general admission pair of tickets. Gretchen Knapp gets them. Gretchen Knapp. All right, so that's all our general admission tickets. On to the biggies. There we go. And again, the racing starts at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Friday night. Drum Toledo roll. Speedway. Good for the suite. Do we have, is there food in the suites? I've never been in the suite at Toledo Speedway. I don't know. I can never afford going. I know. So here we go. We have uh, two to give away. We got five uh, people that are still eligible here that have not won yet. Who's it going to be in the suite? It's going to be. Brian Hammer. This is going to be interesting since uh, Brian Hammer and Gretchen Knapp are married. Uh, 
One of them's going to be sitting outside with a friend. One's going to be in the suite with a friend. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. This could get interesting. <laughs> so congratulations, uh, Brian. You have a suite ticket. You have to let me know how the suite goes. One more, or I'm sorry, pair of suite tickets. Right. One more pair of suite tickets to give away, courtesy, again, of Ron Miller Race Cars and, and All-Star. All-Star Performance. All right, here we go. Final one. We have four entries left. There's somebody out there yelling, pick me, pick me. I can hear them. And it's going to be Rick. Marut? Marut? Marut. Marut, okay. Congratulations, Rick. You will also be in the suite with a friend. So congratulations to... It doesn't uh, have to be a friend. Maybe it could be somebody that... Could be a wife. Yeah. Someone you don't like. That was... Two so, different things. Somebody that you think Maybe. might like motorsports and get them excited. There you go. So uh, congratulations to our winners. Make that go away. Um, I'm kind of jealous and kind of, well, there's a couple people on that list that could help me out with uh, my car tomorrow, but apparently uh, is not going to be doing that. So, oh, well, whatever. That's about it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. A little bit of an extended uh, giveaway there. Thanks uh, for listening. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Thanks uh, to our sponsors once again, DCR Graphics, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon, and Dominator Race Products. And thank you very much to All-Star Performance for contributing to the excitement in tonight's show. There you go. Um, thanks again to our guest, Jerry Bowersock. If you're interested in uh, being a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, send us uh, a message or call the Hammerdown hotline, 419-318-3081. We probably won't play that on the air. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, unless you want us to. I mean, that's fine, too. Uh, also, uh, sponsorship information available at Hammerdown Racing Report. Com. That's it. We're out. Uh, at Ron Miller Race Cars. Okay. Yeah, that too. Yeah. We'll see you next Thursday at 7 o'clock. Get out and support a local track or two or three. We got three All three weekend. nights this weekend. There you go. It's a Memorial Day weekend. It's like a racing weekend. Yeah. So we'll see you next Thursday. Good night, all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.